Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. To news? Nudes. Nudes. Yes. Because my mother started calling her noodle, and then that got shortened to nudes. And you wonder why Dez is listening to porn noises on TikTok? No, it's because TikTok is the devil. Trump tried to tell you motherfuckers that, but nobody wanted to listen to him. No. Nobody ever listens to John. <laughs> Good old John tried to warn you motherfuckers. <laughs> Pardon me while I go drink some bleach. <laughs> uh, I can't even Call that a palate cleanser. Fire tweet must must send. Hey, uh, hey, Doc. Yeah. How many uh, characters is that tweet? Well, the character count is steadily rising up and crashing through. And this is Ziggy. And this is the flood. From far, far beyond. Yes, Doc is actually dead. Uh, I brought him into into hell with me. I have I have a little portal in my house. It's nice. It's actually a castle because you know vampires. They can't. We can't just like. Can you imagine a vampire just like living in the suburbs in like a three in like a three bedroom house, but with a lot at night? His neighbors must fucking hate him. If he leaves, the neighbors left. I don't know. Maybe he likes some space between neighbors. Now imagine if your next door neighbor was a vampire. Like, ooh, I was actually thinking about something uh, earlier. Does Jeff Bezos order things off of Amazon? Do you really think Jeff Bezos orders things? The fuck? I'm sure he has like a group of people who he pays to remember when he needs shit so he doesn't have to think about things. Like but does he put that list on Amazon? Does Jeff Bezos have an Amazon account? No, Jeff Bezos doesn't have an Amazon account. What Jeff Bezos has is an accountant with fucking access to... I don't... Jeff Bezos probably has his own private delivery service that gives him wild shit like, I don't know, Joe Exotic's cocaine. Or... But... But... Are they Amazon drones? No, they're probably drones that say Bezos on them. Haven't we already established that this nigga is Lex Luthor? Like, <laughs> I mean, he is shooting himself into space! As I said, this nigga is totally Lex Luthor, yo. What the fuck? Yeah, Jeff Bezos is shooting himself into space. Did you see the video of him asking his brother to do it with him? No. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like the nigga was drunk as shit. 
What's up with all the, like, bald white dudes in Hollywood now? I feel like there's always been a thing. But I mean, like, well, I mean, I don't even know why I just said Bezos, Hollywood. He wishes. Eh. He wishes. Love me. Love me. So if Elon Musk is... Jeff, love me. If Elon Musk is Lex Luthor, who the hell is Jeff Bezos? Justin Hammer? No, no, no. Elon Musk can't be Lex Luthor. He's... I told you, Elon Musk is, like, evil Tony Stark. Yo. So Tony Stark without a mustache. Yeah. Yes. If we're going by future on the rules. Yes. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, no. Elon Musk is definitely wanna be Tony Stark. Jeff Bezos is definitely Lex Luthor. <laughs> like definitely. And Mark Zuckerberg is um Wimpy Kingpin. No, I was gonna say Mark Zuckerberg is the, uh, or maybe the Batman vs Superman version of Lex Luthor. Maybe, but Jesse Eisenberg Luthor. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's so easy because Eisenberg played it in Social Network. It was such trash, though. No, Donald Trump would be king. Social Network or Batman and Superman. The Batman Superman movie. Okay. And Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Felt like a terrible was, yeah. casting call from the yeah jump. from the jump. What are you talking about? No disrespect to the man. I. He's it's like, like they were trying to take the okay. Smallville Lex Luthor, but not just cast the Smallville ex Lex Luthor. The X Lex. The X Lex Luthor. Every time I see Jesse Eisenberg in a movie, it makes me wonder if they couldn't get Michael Sarah. <laughs> Or maybe they were like, we want Michael Sarah, but nobody can take Michael Sarah seriously. <laughs> so they get Jesse Eisenberg instead. How do you take either one of them niggas seriously? Like, I just. They made. I guess, you know, they feel that awkward white guy role. But why would you want that? Also, Justin Luthor? Long, whatever happened to him, he was another really great awkward white guy uh, actor. <laughs> oh, man. That one uh, movie they did where with, they made their own college and Louis Black was the dean. What was that movie called? It was another one of those, like, one word. No, I totally remember. Learning. That. It was called Learning. Are you sure? It was I think called so. Learning. I'm not, like, opposed to the. I, I, it's not that I don't believe that that's what the movie was called. And it their just... university was called South Harmon Institute of Technology. Yo, they were shitheads. Yep, you're right. You're right. I typed in learning into fucking Bing just now, and it was like, you mean a field of study? The acquisition of knowledge. No, you asshole. Learning the movie. Nope, this is not the movie we are looking for. Damn it. You said Justin Long. Yeah, it was Justin Long and Louis Black. And um, Jonah Hill. This thing looked like what an ant. I imagine an ant eater would look like if its nose wasn't as long as it is. <laughs> For those of you who just listened, <laughs> Zig did not appreciate my, uh, <laughs> my description of what Justin Long would look like if he was an animal. Come on, he would definitely mm. be an ant eater. Him and uh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody is white Snoop Dogg. 
He found me two days ago, by the way. Snoop Dogg, he found everybody who's been following the IG stories because apparently this nigga Snoop is Well, no, you gotta to remember, we're, we're a safe space. <laughs> oh, okay, the IG story is a safe space? Well, the flood anything is a safe space. Okay. Well, Until this saying. game catches on. As I was saying... This nigga Snoop is apparently set up to become the uh, head executive. Accepted! That's what it was. It was accepted. Snoop has been accepted as the creative executive consultant over at Def Jam Records. He's now officially in the position of the role that he was playing in the Lil Dicky professional rapper music video. I guess that's one way to put it, or... You could say he really is the boss dog. The top dog? Ooh, shout out to Kenny. <laughs> Who apparently, you know, we're still waiting on that album to drop. Everybody keeps saying, oh, we got new Kendrick on the way. Ah, there might be new Kendrick on the way. Man, we done had new Migos. We did have new Migos. And new you Migos. know what's even crazier? Yeah. I listened to it. Yeah. You see what y'all doing to the man? Look, what was your favorite track off there? Malibu. Definitely like Malibu off of that joint. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. I'm about to pull this joint up now. I listened to the whole shit at work the other day. And to be honest with you, I was not impressed. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the album, but for the hype that they had put up around it, like talking about how this was gonna be like different this wasn't gonna sound like the Migos that you were used to and I'm like no nah, this sounds exactly like the Migos that I'm used to what do you mean this sound like the Migos that I'm used to plus more poppy like Roadrunner was good I Malibu mean, with Polo G hey you you see Polo G uh, just got arrested type shit was good too yeah Polo G just got arrested out there in uh, fucking Miami I think crazy leaving his album release party should have went to malibu uh, <laughs> they even had a juice world feature on here like justin bieber feature it's, all over the place with this one it's but no it's not even really all over the place because like i said the sound is like it's that sound that dj khaled has been you know pushing you know what i mean that, yeah i definitely got a better understanding of their like atlanta southern flow though yeah. Like, that really... I feel like that did shine through. No. <laughs> you know, them niggas have really shown that they are in control of that melodic aspect. Like, they really have... Like, that, that flow... I just saw that old Snoop Dogg clip the other day where he was, like, making fun of how everybody want to rap like the Migos now, that crazy melodic shit that they do. Um, but, yeah, it's solidified pop now you know what i mean yeah and, and that's not a diss to the migos at all like, shout out ll cool j <laughs> the, the godfather of pop rap it's pop status and it, that's how i feel about yeah didn't we coin that yeah no somebody else did oh did we but you just solidified it I'm not gonna say I was disappointed in the album at all, but I it was good background music. Like I said, I listened to it at work. I liked it while I was driving. Yeah, exactly. It's good background music. You about to hear them joints all in the club this summer when you out, you know, without your mask on, being heathens and shit. <laughs> uh. You know, this is actually gonna be the episode where we pretty much 
We're gonna be talking about so much new shit that has come out. Like, we have so much new content that's been announced in this last week. This is like a trailer for all of the trailers for all of you out there. Oh yeah, Netflix just dropped everything. Oh my lord. So we reported a while back that they were trying to take on the uh, the, the animation giant of Disney. Yeah, they were trying to take the throne. Watch the throne, Disney. Um, so Netflix decided to actively go for this. Netflix really dropped the fucking heat on them. Like, they oh, let are that list roll up. releasing. Let their list roll. The League of Legends animated series Arcane, basing, based around Jinx and Vi. They are releasing Witcher Season 2, a live-action Resident Evil series, a Far Cry animated series, a Splinter Cell animated series, Shit. a Cuphead animated series Shit. with Wayne Brady as King D as King Dice. What? A Master... <laughs> what? Yes, a Cuphead animated series with Wayne Brady as King Dice. Oh my god, do we know who the studio is behind the Cuphead uh, animated series? I don't know, but I'm not done. Oh, I'm not done. <gasps> a Master of the Universe remake, a Shaman King remake, a Mobile Suit Gundam, new Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway, hey. and a Zack Snyder Norse mythology series called Twilight of the Gods. And they're also announcing that um, Castlevania is getting a new series. <laughs> Castlevania is getting a new series with my boy. Victor! Die, monster! monster. You, you don't belong, belong in this world! world. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's great? They're skipping Simon! Because fuck Simon! <laughs> That's hilarious. I looked at the timeline, I'm like, oh, look! Here's Trevor. Here's where Simon should be. Richter! Fuck Simon. I'm looking at the trailer for this Cuphead animated series thing, and it's like you know pretty true to the um, animation style that they used in Cuphead, just a bit more refined. It's that old like I wonder, the 1920s classic Mickey Mouse style art. Yeah. You know, with the mustache twirling dude that ties your girlfriend at the train tracks. I wonder if this is gonna be. Because Cuphead was like a rated... Cuphead was a mature game, wasn't it? Yup. So... <laughs> now, if you look, all like none of these are just like kid content. Yeah. This no. is just like hella adult dope. content. Yes. So it's almost like they're actually trying to take on Adult Swim <laughs> as the uh, heads of adult animation and, cart and uh, Comedy Central. You know yeah, what I so, mean? So, I mean, like, they have this other really... The League of Legends series yeah. is not outsourced. It's done by Riot. The company that makes League is making the series. So so that's huge. What could we expect from a League of Legends series? As somebody who, you know, is well into... Very high-quality animation. Okay, so what are we looking at? Like some uh, Lord of the Rings epic adventure style? No, of? so it turns out that it's actually based around Jinx and Vi, who are sisters. Okay. We don't actually know too much about the story, except it's like it's definitely based around those two. It takes place in Piltover, 
So you saw since the trailer for it? Yeah, since it's done by the company that makes the game, the lore is going to be completely spot on. Right. Right. So there's not going to be much divergence from... People can't say, like, this doesn't fit the character because okay. it is the character, like, kind of like made by the same people. Kind of like what the MCU and the DCEU have done with their superhero canons and stuff like that. Kind of. The League of Legends champion roster has gotten so expansive. They have so many different games now where all of those characters where it's no longer just League of Legends, like Summoner's Rift. It's now Teamfight Tactics, Legends of Runeterra. They're making like a, a team, like a turn-based RPG. And then of course, Summoner's Rift. They're making these characters extremely ubiquitous. It's really kind of hard to ignore the League of Legends brand at this point. Yeah, it's one of the most played games on the planet. And that's just for the main game at that point. Uh, at this point, you've probably seen, you know, League of Legends gameplay footage and didn't realize that it was League. That's like like you game. would probably recognize Jinx, yeah. the character in yeah, the. There you go. Yeah, stuff like that. You probably have seen the character. Like you know who Jinx is. Her, the the blue, long ponytail braids with the crazy gun. Oh yeah, yeah. So the series is based around her and her sister Vi. Yeah. Uh, and they have a really adversarial relationship because Jinx is basically the big rebel. This will be Riot's first attempt at like a long form narrative type of thing with one medium. So I guess that would be a little bit of a concern, but I don't I don't worry about it. Every, every content that they've made has been really good and all the characters have been really represented well. So I think it'll be really good. I'm gonna watch it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for all this animation content that they have coming out. Any other ones that, uh, oh, I mean the Resident Evil one is live action. Yeah. So any of those sound especially interesting to you? I mean, that Resident Evil one sounds pretty dope. Like I said, I looked up the Cuphead trailer while we were uh, going forward just now, or going through them, and that one looks pretty good. I'm always interested in a new Gundam, because who doesn't love giant robots? Yeah, no, I was super excited to hear about the new Gundam. I mean, <laughs> come on. The best mech animes, like, ever, really. Robotech fans everywhere just cringe. Sure, but... They Voltron can... fans begrudgingly shrugged in agreement. <laughs> uh, big O fans. Are few and far between. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, anybody that really liked Batman the Animated Series like Big O. Yeah, yeah. I think the director of Big O said that, like, Batman the Animated Series is the anime's biggest influence. I almost thought it was, like, the same, like, maybe not the same animation studio, but a lot of the same anime. I'm not gonna just let this one's like, Castlevania! How did the season end? I mean, not how did the season end, but did it end well? Yeah. Yeah. You thought it wrapped up nicely? Mm Mm-hmm. I did. I still have to get caught up, so don't spoil it, jackass. <laughs> I'm not going to. It did wrap up really nicely, though, and the animation, of course, was beautiful the entire time. Yeah, no, that that's what drew me in, because I found it on Tumblr, and I, it was the uh, scene from, like, the first season that Priest is in the church with that one uh, demon thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, this shit was so hardcore. So and the demon was like, where's your god now? 
Yeah, and just nom that nigga in half. <laughs> so uh, let's 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 uh pretty let me, let me tell you some brutal. things. It is uh, about Richter, who they have as the son of Trevor and Sypha, who, if you look at the actual timeline for Castlevania, they're actually like 500 years separated. <laughs> but <laughs> fuck Simon. So, fuck Simon! <laughs> why why is it fuck Simon? Okay, for starters, if you look at it, Google Google Simon Belmont. He's a total chat. He looked like um Conan the Barbarian. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He looks like Conan the Barbarian. Also, he's a cocky bastard. But he's got some chain whip though. So do all the Belmonts. Oh, they're all chain whips? They all use the same chain whip. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought it was... In the anime, isn't it a rope whip? No, he guts the chain whip. Oh, okay, okay, so I'm not that far in. Uh, so in Castlevania, he's a super cocky bastard. He kills... He's like, yeah, I can't wait for Dracula to come back, so I can kill him, right? But he goes and he fights Dracula. <laughs> he does kill Dracula, but he gets cursed by Dracula. So he starts dying at the rate of, like... A radioactive chemo patient. Damn. So slowly. So what he has to do is he has to go and gather all of the parts of Dracula to summon him to kill him again. Wow. To heal himself. That's fucked up. So Dracula's like, okay, you thought you won. Now you're gonna have to kill me twice. (laughs) Yep. All because he is a cocky bastard. Fuck Simon. I mean, but doesn't that mean Simon go hard, though? Because all while dying like a radioactive chemo patient, he, you know, gathered all the parts of Dracula, brought him back to life again, and then killed this nigga all over again for cursing him. Doesn't that mean Simon gets to be that cocky? No. Why not? Because Richter told Dracula off. You kidding me? Mankind ill needs a savior such as him. Yeah, but I'm just saying that nigga Simon. Richter stick up for the little man. Richter's punk rock as fuck. Anyway, so some other cool things. He's like, you're not gonna sit here and defend Simon. You're not gonna defend Simon. Fuck Simon. Fuck Simon. Yeah, no. So I am totally hyped for the uh, follow up to this. The uh, other really cool thing about it is they are basing it in the French Revolution. What? Yup. Okay, so more French vampires. Because they had a show on Netflix called... JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Called La Revolution. (laughs) Also, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. (laughs) Literally was in France. Uh, I think. No, it was in England. England. What am I talking about? Totally in England. I thought they might have done a Joe uh, Joe art that happened to be in France. I wouldn't. I mean, prop maybe a Joan of the art. Giorno is in Italy. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then there's also E3. Oh, so you want to give us some E3 updates before we uh, take a break and roll into some a of whole the bunch other of other shit? Yeah. Yeah. E3 is going on at the same time, and. It's still very early, but some things that I saw are highlights. Uh, Square Enix isn't releasing anything that matters. Damn. 
Damn, so Sorry guys, nothing, maybe next year. Nothing of note. Nope. Coming out of the square end. Sorry guys, maybe next year. So what do they have coming? A Guardians of the Galaxy game. And some updates for the Marvel Avengers. So more products. Yup. More DLC. Yup. However, one thing that really did catch my eye is they are doing a complete visual overhaul of Diablo 2. Oh, so Everybody, gonna... grab your gamer chairs, some Doritos, and Mountain Dew. <laughs> We're going to Tristal or Trispaw. Uh, I was always so hyped when I got the first Crystal Sword at the end of Act One. I never beat Diablo Two. I was really frustrated. I got to the one random generated map for Act Three, the farthest I got, because I never played with people. I just played by myself. Yeah, I've only played Diablo a couple of times. I mean, I enjoyed it. I got this one random generated map where. You couldn't, the, the spot that you're supposed to go to didn't exist. As far as like top down loot scrollers, like dungeon scrollers and stuff like that, it's go, the best. Yeah. I saw this one meme guy's in a deathbed with the cover of Diablo 2 on his face, and then Diablo 3 is looking at him. Are you disappointed because I wasn't as good as you? Diablo 2 is like, no, I'm disappointed because you tried. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh. Diablo 2 is like one of those games that's like, it's kind of just perfect. Yeah, I mean, if you like those top-down, like I said. I think they're, I'm pretty sure Battle.net servers for Diablo 2 still run. Yeah, no, I, from what I've heard, <laughs> the game is still being played, like, worldwide. Kind of like Grand Theft Auto, it's, right? It's because Diablo 2 has a randomized map every time you play it. Every time you play Diablo, it'll never be the same map. Today was Square Enix, you said. So, uh, did you watch anything else from E3? Any other E3 updates? Uh, yeah! They're making an Avatar game! <laughs> and with the, the blue people! For, and who the fuck asked for this news? With the blue, the Navis? Yo, it's me! It's me, the guy who asked! What is this? But why? Hey, who man is this? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man is this? You serious? It's not a. It's it's not an Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's Avatar: The James Cameron. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck asked for this? Well, you know they've got the movies getting ready to come out, right? He's got like three. Are we entering back into the day and age of like movie video games? You remember every movie had a promotional video game? Did that ever go away though? Because if you look at the proliferation of like Marvel games now, <laughs> it seems like. Well, the, so it seems like we had the movie games in like the 2000s, and then we hit this big wave of just Ooh. like remakes. Okay. Like remakes and then taking the sports game title. What method. is a non traditional movie that you would like to see a video game for? Like fucking Requiem for a Dream, where you get to. Clockwork <laughs> Orange. Oh my god. I feel like Clockwork Orange as a video game might come off too much like The Hatred. Do you know what The Hatred is? It's like a Steam game. They got like banned from Steam because it's all about like school shooters and shit like that. No, I did not. Mm. Um, For real? You another never... good, another movie that would make a, a an interesting movie that would make to make into a video game. 
I wonder why I Am Legend never got made into a video game. Like, that would have been a good one. Isn't that just The Last of Us? Plus one place replacing the dog with, mm. uh, mm. what's her name? Wow. Ooh, catch me if you can. Woo! <laughs> As like an RPG. <laughs> Where you have to like up your charisma and skill points the whole time. I'm looking at the, the wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Ooh, get out. Oh my god, that would be great. <laughs> that would be a great video game. Actually, like just about any horror movie could, I feel like, so I feel like you can't play this game with like horror movies because then like you could just say anything fucking drag me to hell right yeah that's fair or the conjuring which i watched by the way half of i watched half of the conjuring so step brothers <laughs> step brothers ooh what it crashes the video game as a co-op game <laughs> like an army of two style <laughs> oh my god what it crashes would be like army of two mixed with hitman <laughs> yo <laughs> Mixed with, like, Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Can you imagine it, like, just... Like, you're walking up with your buddies, like... Alright, Vince! Throwing them over fences and stuff like that. You didn't press B fast enough. You have to, so... like, mug the butler, just be like... <laughs> drag him into the closet, take his clothes. Oh my god, what's another good one? Um, Snakes on a plane. Does the whole movie, or does the whole video game take place on the plane? No, about 75% of it. <laughs> because um, you're, I don't, have you seen that movie? Have you actually seen Snakes on a Plane? I've never seen the entire thing. I saw it in theaters. You saw that shit in theaters. Yes! You paid to see Snakes on the Yes! Absolutely, there's no regrets. Yeah. No regrets so whatsoever. proud of yourself. <laughs> Movie is fantastic. Ooh, I got another one for you. Billy Madison. I feel like that would be kind of creepy. What's so creepy about Billy Madison the video game? Happy Gilmore, though. The golfing game? So you just want a golfing game with fucking Adam Sandler? <laughs> and Bob Barker. Only if you get to fight Bob Barker. <laughs> and that's the only way I'm playing that game. <laughs> anyway, tweet at us. Let us know some video games or some movies you think would make great videos. I'm gonna just think of some more and just scribble them down over the, the, the recording of this episode. Over the course of the episode. Alright guys, well, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Who asked for an Avatar game? So, in today's news... So, the Porno Puff Girls are going to be reshooting the pilot now. Because it was too campy, according to Dove Cameron. What too campy! Too campy! Too campy! If by too campy you mean... Too scampy! 
I was gonna say just cringe, right? Yeah, it was cringe, but I mean, I was gonna take the rhyme. It seems to me that they're going the same route that the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina with their reboot of the Sabrina the Teenage Witch franchise. They took like a real like edgy teen angsty like dark twisted approach to it because I mean it's Sabrina the Teenage Witch right so they leaned into the you know goth witch aesthetic like real hard. It might be part of the reason why like the goth aesthetic is coming back. I'm not going to completely give Sabrina the Teenage Witch credit for that. Also all of this like awfulness makes way more sense once I found out it was a CW show. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh! That's my point. And the other, like, so the other Archieverse shows, like, Riverdale. Fucking Jesus Christ. Anyway, so the CW also does Riverdale, right? Which is another Archieverse show that took the comic, you know, brought it into the 21st oh, century. It? <laughs> but with 21st century shit. Like, yo, it, California. Nah, I was just watching Gossip Girl the other day. <laughs> Nobody forced me to either. Dude, I've already admitted on wax. I've seen Desperate Housewives twice. Yeah, I feel like that's the direction they're definitely they were heading in with this Powerpuff Girls thing. It seems like they veered a little bit too hard into that edgy, angsty teen. Like, yeah, a little too, a little too blunt. Sure. It just seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like bad writing. It was definitely bad writing. Maybe get some better writers. El Salvador is now the first country to accept Bitcoin as legal tender. How do we think that... I saw that, and I don't understand how that will benefit them. Other than being, like... The first! The first to be, like, a fucking, like, drug money laundering haven. (laughs) Like... Think about what that means, right? Like, what gave Bitcoin its popularity in the beginning? Yes. And Silk Road traders and all that. That's how, like, that form of cryptocurrency really got, like, a stable footing in the market. What I'm saying is, is most of the people who really have, like, a decent amount of Bitcoin, other than, like, the people who were, you know, just for shits and giggles investors in the beginning... Who else would move their money to El Salvador? I'm not saying that El Salvador is um, a shitty country. I'm not saying that in the slightest. But what I am saying is they're not sending. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a really bad joke. Was... <sighs> no, but for real though. That's weird. I don't. Understand. I'm sighing. <laughs> I don't understand how. Um, this is gonna benefit them. I don't. Other than being like the a, first, <laughs> a haven for people who are looking to launder their ill-gotten bitcoin. God, what was it like a fuel line or a pipeline or something that just got hacked, and they demanded like bitcoin? And um, I think it was an oil pipeline that uh, got hacked. The ransomers were demanding bitcoin for releasing the software or whatever. Now, did they send an encrypted message or did they do it old school with the copy-paste thing? Ha, 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 ha. No, but apparently that oil company just paid them in the Bitcoin, right? Because it was cheaper than trying to, you know, unencrypt their software again. <laughs> I feel like things like that 
are just gonna keep happening as we move forward here you know that's not something that's gonna that's gonna be the new norm now right it's like all these that's you know the cybersecurity like should be our country's main concern at the moment because this shit keeps happening like we talked back about the fire eye uh, scandal that happened and then there was that oil pipeline that just got you know hacked just recently wanna I want to say wasn't it like Georgia that got like their whole like government system hacked into and, and I feel like that even happened here in Baltimore and it was like fucking ransom back to them for a certain amount of money for like two or three that might have been because of the drones or French Robo dogs out for El Salvador taking Bitcoin to me feels like it's only going to you know bring in those kinds of yeah no like I was saying though I feel like El Salvador taking on Bitcoin is only gonna bring in that kind of activity at the moment I don't know how many legitimate, unscrupulous investors there are in that field. Well, you know, the one thing that is, uh, I'm sure you're, you're right about it becoming a drug haven because you know, some stupid decisions with cash can be traced or you know, stupid decisions can just be confessed in front of a camera like Alex Jones saying that he was instructed by the White House to lead the January 6th march. The, the White, the White House? He was directed by the, uh, the White House. Who in the White House? Santa doesn't sit there, last I checked. <laughs> so you're saying that somebody in the Donald Trump administration instructed Alex Jones? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having like a hard time. Like, and how is this not bigger news? Well, you know why? It's because, because it's Alex Jones. Because one third of them. Oh, so Alex Jones is claiming this. He said this on camera. Yeah. Okay. So there's a good chance that it might not even be. He was there at, on the 6th, leading in March. He was. Yes, he was. I saw that footage. But you also know how Alex Jones likes to claim he has insider intel and shit like that all the fucking time. So. From the White House, they also are now getting investigated by the DOJ for sending secret subpoenas to Apple phone records on two congressmen, including Adam Schiff and journalists. Yeah. So that was also under the Donald Trump administration? Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Uh, but but no, but he's fine, right? He's fine. He's perfectly fine. What are you guys picking on Donald for? He just wants to play golf in Mar-a-Lago. He's, it, it's looking like he's going to be their respective nominee again. So, yeah, let's keep all this shit in mind when, as we're moving forward talking about how slow and sleepy Joe Biden is. I know him. <laughs> Have you seen? I know you've seen the fucking video of Kamala Harris when she went down there. God, what was it? Fucking Columbia or something like that. No, it was Guatemala. And <laughs> she was talking about the immigration policy and stuff like that. And she was telling them that now is not a good time for them to try and seek asylum in the United States while they clean up, you know, the previous administrations and like, and as we got, but she did not handle that shit tactfully at all of a sudden. She this was, one I did not see, so go on. She was very stark and bleak and she was just like, do not come. What did she say? I have a message to anybody who was thinking about making that difficult and dangerous journey to the United States to seek, you know, citizenship or whatever, do not come. Do not come. 
the internet being what the internet is, took a clip of Donald Trump at, I don't know, it was probably CPAC or some turning point event. <laughs> and this thing was like, oh, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm about to just go and stand in the sunlight until I burn. Could we have not picked two, uh, like, anybody, like, worse than fucking Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to bring us out of the fucking shit show clown circus act that was the Donald Trump presidency, right? Like, these two could not be doing a better job at making people think that Donald was actually doing a good job. As we discussed earlier, old man Steve Rogers' approval rating wasn't 66%. I don't know what it is currently. It's not getting any better because this nigga is waffling on like all of his campaign promises as they always do, right? It's just looking like business as usual with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And what I'm trying to say is it's setting us up for failure here in like these two year like uh, congressional like runoff races and stuff like that. Like it's gonna set us up for failure. Then we're really gonna be in a shit show. It's gonna be fucking Barack Obama 2.0. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) Like it's just white Barack Obama in office. Whereas it made stuff better for like the business class and things like that. That's not gonna help us down here on the bottom. And down here on the bottom is where we gotta like, you know, really swim in the shit. Like, once again, all of those motherfuckers will be fine, right? From Donald Trump all the way down to Mitch McConnell, from, you know, fucking AOC all the way down to fucking Bernie Sanders, they'll all be fine. We have another shit show to talk about in just a second. TikTok versus YouTube. <laughs> yes, the TikTokers versus YouTuber fight. Break! Since Doc and I are washed, influencer boxing is a thing. I'm not stepping in the ring. Don't even ask. We have <laughs> the Zoomer review. People try to put us to death. Damn, for real. You wouldn't step in the ring to beat up a Ben Shapiro. I feel like Ben Shapiro. Oh, all right, everybody, we have Kellen again. I would put money down on you wrecking Ben Shapiro shit. I guess I do have the length on him. And I, I, I can just bring out, like, the blind Catholic theory. I imagine that you take a hit better than he does. Mm, Catholics versus Jews, I don't know if we need to take it there. You're the one that did that. You did that. Hey, Irish are pretty good at boxing, dude. One of our things. That shit didn't help Conor McGregor, but okay. No. <laughs> Kellen. What did you think of this whole... Alright, so this followed the day after Logan Paul and Mayweather. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I guess the Logan Paul versus Mayweather. The gayest thing to happen from two straight people during Pride Month. <laughs> wow! Ah, uh, the dig. Let me tell you something. 
tell me I'm wrong. I am completely right. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna plead the fifth on this. They was holding each other like a slow dance, yo. It was pretty funny. But I, I mean, mean, Floyd wasn't going, wasn't really going at him. Floyd would have fucking ruined that boy's face if he had actually like put in work on him. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, I feel like the thing is, I, I'm like, the thing is, that fight was something I could care less about, mostly just because it was pretty much just an excuse for both of them to, you know, be, you know, get a huge fucking honestly, check. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and honestly, it's like, you know, what um, Floyd Mayweather said after the fight, you know, the whole like, oh, you're gonna lose all your respect for this, but he was like, respect doesn't feed my children. No, he's you know, so, so right. Like, right. This shit was, he said it was a legalized robbery, and it was, son. It fucking was. Yeah. Anybody who paid money to watch Floyd Mayweather fight Logan Paul is a fucking idiot. And I mean that. From, like, the deepest... Yo, it was so stupid. Like, we watched this Bryce Hall and, um... Uh, Austin McBroom of the Ace Family. Yeah, yeah. That guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I have. Okay, so... I've seen a couple of Ace Family videos from other YouTubers that I've watched, you know, and then you go and you're like, oh, it can't be that cringe. And it, it is that cringe. They are that bad. And he was just... I, remember, uh, I saw a really good video. Uh, I believe it was written by Drew. I think it was done by Drew Gooden. Uh, yep. Shout out to Drew Gooden. He made a lot of good vibes. He did a really good video. I think it was called, like, Losing Your Relatability or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go check that real quick. But it was basically a video that was like, you know, a lot of times Ace Family is like, oh, it's like, oh no, we have a terrible announcement. You're like, did your baby get shot or something? It's just like, nah, we, uh, the trees were delayed. So yeah. we may have to move it into our $20 million mansion a week later than we thought we were going to. Yep. You know, it's like, who gives a shit? Who cares? That thing, that same thing happened to Eddie Murphy in the 80s. Nigga became, I mean, it happened to Kevin Hart, right? Yeah. Like, to an extent, like... You get so famous at Jerry Seinfeld. You know what I mean? His whole thing was... Yep. How do you make everyman jokes if you are, like, the very much the opposite of the everyman? You are the world's you know? richest comedian, right? <laughs> so, how do you... Yeah, no. It's... Yeah, it's like... At that point, I think your lane would have to be to try to find absurdity of living that life. Yeah, I'm like, the one person i feel like you know i feel like one of the comedians who hasn't really changed you know despite their like situations now i feel like adam sandler adam sandler is adam sandler and is going to be adam sandler for as long as adam sandler is adam sandler now the adam question sandler, is is that a good thing the uh debatable uh I, i'm like this all came to my mind because uh, yesterday my mom and dad went to go get their phones upgraded they got the s21 plus uh so we were at the verizon store and, uh, first of all, let's not talk about the Verizon store, but I don't like the Verizon store, but it's uh, not about that. This is about the fact that, um, they had, they had HBO Max set up, and, uh, somebody was playing Happy Gilmore, uh, on there, and then, like, that was kind of, we were just kind of like, <laughs> Happy Gilmore. And we kind of <laughs> all agreed that that was, like, our best, that that was, like, the best Adam Sandler movie. It's funny, we act, this is actually the second time Happy Gilmore has come up on this podcast. Holy shit, this is the second time? Yeah, yo, it, we, we were just, why were we talking? Oh, we were talking we, about movies that would be cool video games. Oh, Kellen, 
What's a movie you think would be a good video game? That a non-traditional like video game. Which which is the one that I said that was really good? I don't remember already. I, I, oh, snakes I, on a plane. Yeah, snakes on a plane would be good. Any I horror movie. Impulse, say, um, what was it? My immediate impulse was to say Blade Runner, but that, that's kind of like what you know. That's generic. What what I was thinking. Some interesting ones could be um, Parasite, for example. Parasite would be like a really good visual novel game. Oh wow! Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. That would be have freaky. Have you watched Parasite? Yeah, no, that would be freaky, yo. It would be, yeah, like a really kind of like, not like Silent Hill-esque almost, but like... I wouldn't really say that, but it's like... Or like Hello yeah, Neighbor. Like so, the one... Oh, no, now I remember the one. Doing an Army of Stew, uh, an Army of Two style game with like Wedding Crashers or Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's what it was. Ooh, that would be fun. Uh, but I feel like if you want to give like a really generic pick... Or something, it would be really fun to do like a whole fiction video game. Ooh, that would be fun. Like, it would have to be self-shaded. Yeah. <laughs> it would have to be self-shaded. I, I kinda wanted to- But I feel like, you know, if you wanted to if you wanted to like take a movie, like a, a well-known movie that would just immediately be a success and that everyone would play because you know. Wouldn't Pulp Fiction just be GTA Vice City though? Kinda. <laughs> I was thinking Reservoir Dogs would be a good one. Reservoir Dogs would be good. I'm like, honestly, I feel like the thing is the problem. You know what would not be a good video game? You would just have like Rockstar games already. It's like Django Unchained is just Red Dead. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Ah, that's fair. Like, I mean, really. Yeah. That is someone who's like, who enjoyed those. It's just, they're, you know, awfully similar. Scott Pilgrim, wait, that's already a game. Damn it, I'm fucking dumbass. Shout out to the Scott Pilgrim game on the big Dictates back. That's awesome. Oh, is it back? Yeah, oh, well. uh, I think uh, it got a re-release for like the Switch, so if you want Ooh. to pick that up. I have a video game that would make a great series. The Binding of Isaac. Which is? I don't oh. think you've played The Binding Ooh, that's of Isaac. Ooh, that's a really good answer, yeah, actually. Yeah. So, The Binding of Isaac... Uh, you probably might know more about The Binding of Isaac than I do, Kellen. You want to give a brief synopsis? Um, I don't... Okay, I'm like, I don't really know as much about it, but I know that, like, all of my friends, like, everyone, if I was to open my Discord server with people I know from school, I could, like, scroll up and, oh my god, I literally found it, but, uh, it's... the most recent message that was sent was a link for a remote play, uh, for Blind and Isaac Reaper, but, um, I'm like, how would you just, I'm like, I don't really know how to describe so it. So, it's a top-down like... game. The, uh, <laughs> the, the story is Isaac is this, oh, okay. like, neglected child. And uh, he's basically thrown into the basement, and he goes and finds a door in his house, and it goes deeper into the levels of hell. I see. Yeah, it's literally Zelda, and I think it's like, I think it's like sad Zelda in hell. Is it like Zelda it's meets Dante's Inferno? Like OG yeah. Zelda, like I'm talking like the first original NES gameplay game. style wise. Yeah, the way it's top yeah, down. Yeah, gameplay wise. This looks creepy. It is. It is very creepy. It's also it's a lot like Diablo. In yeah. the maps are always like randomly generated. And oh, okay, so it's nothing. It's, it keeps it the has gameplay infinite fresh. replayability. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. Really sick. Sick. Anyway. You know what? I like while we're still on this. Uh, one. I feel like another interesting discussion for another episode would be like 
anime would be like, what animes that don't already have video games would make really good video games? Because I feel like my immediate answer is, does Neon Genesis Evangelion have a game? Because that would be really fun to play. That would be a I weird. I feel like that has to have that has to have a game. I feel like that would be a. I feel like that would be one of those like the best the best movie I ever played type games. Yeah. Like Metal Gear Solid, yeah. with like you're watching a yeah. legit hour and a half long cutscene. Oh, there's a PlayStation Two game. There's a. Is that an, wait, is that, if it is, there's an N64 game. Wait, is there already? Oh shit! There's like a bunch of games. Yeah, I'm seeing a PlayStation Two game so far. Uh, yeah, yep. no, there's VR one, there's Neon Genesis Evangelion online. The fuck? The fuck? <laughs> what? There are some oh, animes that I just don't think I would want. My Hero Academia would make a really fun, like, RPG game. Yeah. That is, I'm pretty sure that is actually a thing. What, uh, I can't remember, what was it? Is there, I feel like Cowboy Bebop should have a video game. Ooh, see you later, Space Cowboy. If it's not called See You Later, Space Cowboy, or just, just Space Cowboy. Yeah, it's Dog. It's just See You, Space Cowboy. Is it? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, no, it should just be Space Cowboy then. <laughs> if the game is not called Space Cowboy. It should be called, like, Cowboy Bebop, Space Cow Cowboy Bebop. Let's stand for, like, two dots next to two dots, one on top of the other, and, like, a movie that would or a, a movie that would make a great video game or is it, it just be, a cult this would be like minecraft meets kamatari damashi wow there's definitely a wally game so you want a wally anime no 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 a wally game there's definitely a wally you know disney did not make that fucking movie without tying in some kind of video game for it. No, there is there oh, is damn it now a Wally and or a Wally manga though. A Wally manga would be really cool. Yes. Oh, yeah, I should. Manga. Huh? Manga manga. I mean, it doesn't matter. Okay, so uh, where were we? What were we actually talking about? Oh yeah, uh, influencer boxing or something. Yeah. Yes. Why is this a thing? Dude, don't you remember celebrity boxing? Like when they had like. Yeah, I mean, I remember it, but like Betty White and shit. Yeah, it's... I, I guess, if this is the thing, it's like versus battles, I guess. Is this is like the post-COVID thing now? <laughs> I guess. Like, everybody just got so much aggression built up, they want to watch a TikTok star beat the shit out of... A, oh, I'm sorry, the YouTube star beat the shit out of a TikTok star. This is... This is all pent-up aggression because we didn't get to watch Soldier Boy fight Chris Brown. And, you know, Soldier Boy was right. He is the progenitor of everything. And <laughs> do you think, okay, think Soldier Boy would whoop Chris Brown in a fight? No, I didn't say that. I said that Soldier Boy did it first, and Jake Paul and them really should thank Soldier Boy. <laughs> because if I'm it wasn't. Boy, I guess he was the OG SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> he was the OG MySpace rapper. Yep. Yup. 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 MySpace music was huge for so long, even after MySpace died. Because of fucking Soldier Boy, yo. Honestly. I mean, no, I, MySpace music became like SoundCloud music. Yeah. And then that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, SoundCloud took over that space that MySpace was holding for the longest time. 
But yeah, no, I'm still really upset that we never got to see Soldier Boy versus Chris Brown. I hope that that happens one day because I think Chris Brown will beat the dog shit out of Soldier Boy. Again, it's the Tyrannosaurus. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Yo, so were there any particular TikTokers or YouTubers on this fight card that you were specifically wanting to see get the snot beat out of them? Fight's all. Just, just, I like. Literally no one else. I just want to see Frank Paul get a shit. Yeah, that seems to like be. Yeah. And frankly, I don't like. I don't really like anyone from like the whole like when people think of oh TikTok, you know, you think of like your Addison Rage or Charlie D'Amelio's. Yeah. You, know, you probably have no idea who I'm talking about. No, I know but, those two for the most part. I don't. Um, I'm. I try to stay in tune with <clears throat> the new platforms because it, I think it is about time that we start taking these influencers a bit more serious because I mean even if this fight was for hahas I'm sure it brought in a decent amount of revenue you know what I mean like yeah for sure I'm like they're, they're gonna be swimming in cash because everybody just wants because like everyone like me wants to see Bryce Hall get their shit and I mean Austin has you know established a pretty decent brand too on YouTube like you he, can't like he, he's not he does these sort of things too like oh, we're gonna talk about the time he did like that influencer basketball game which is kind of a whole sham but you know yeah because it, it was all like for charity and shit but like the thing is you know ignoring that okay we're not gonna talk about like sports we're just gonna talk about sports with a shit ton of influencers done with it if anyone is like the face of that like it's like sports in general not just boxing you know Austin McBroom from the Ace family is kind of so I just gotta say Logan Paul walking out with that PSA or the uh, Logan Paul walking out with that 10 graded Charizard Shadowless first edition chain is a fucking boss flex absolute boss flex total boss flex I am all about it 100% about it total boss flex it's Why do I get like super ultra mega famous and then get myself a black lotus chain? Yeah. Uh, you know, I get it in silver, so, you would, know, there's that. That would probably go harder than Charizard chain. But, yeah. Yeah, black lotus is like a lotus fucking lotus, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is flower. That's why I said it would go harder than the Charizard chain, you know what I mean? Like, what are the odds that's already a thing? I'm like, I, I may have some No, let's go even bigger. How about this? We'll get a chain with all five Moxin on it. Emerald, Opal, Diamond, Jet, Sapphire, oh. Emerald Ruby. Ooh. We can even go crazy and add Chrome, Diamond. Chrome, Diamond. There's a lot. Amber. You know what? Tantalite. While we're at it, we might as well get a glove and gather all five infinity stones. <laughs> and put them in the boxing glove and hit Jake, Jake Paul, Paul in the in face the with face it and steal his Charizard card. That's what I'm saying. God damn it, guys. You're fucking geniuses. Hi, Ted. Big brain shit. Uh, Ted, <laughs> if you're hearing this, don't write this shit down. We, we want this copyrighted. I really Look, I will forgive everything that happened in 2020 if somebody punches Jake Paul in the mouth with an infinity gun. If we, if, he get, if we, like, get to see his face covered in, if we get to see his mouth covered in blood... You know who's not going to punch him with the infinity gun? Star-Lord. 
Oh my god, stop. This shit made me so fucking angry, son. I'm like, oh my god, because your cocky, stupid ass head to stop. It makes me so mad. I'm like, this movie could have been done. This movie could have been done, Star Lord. Fuck they should have flown up. the Eagles to Mordor. Uh... I saw a great theory when it comes to Lord of the Rings. So, if Sam wasn't getting corrupted by the ring when he was carrying Frodo, that means that. Frodo could have just like tied the ring to like a mouse and thrown that in the bag and been totally fine the entire time. Gandalf literally told them to fly. Do we think that Jake Paul set the uh, trend here for this influencer wave of boxing and sporting events? Do we think that this is something that's going to continue? I think we need to see Jake Paul and Soldier Boy in the ring to settle it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that, I think. But I would. Must be seen, that would be like Let's get that trending. Let's get Jake Paul versus Soldier Boy trending. I will pay big money to watch Soldier Boy punch Jake Paul in the mouth with an infinity gauntlet. Watch me do! Superman and There's gonna be like a movie that's like. What would be like a good like collection of like. Like a movie that's like a crossover of a bunch of different series that are all from like the same general area? Wreck It Ralph? Maybe mm. Wreck-It Ralph, I guess some sort of food. Like a Wreck-It Ralph anime culture movie. Then Epic it would, movie. Then, it would, then, it would, then I'm like, hope, if, if somebody was going to do like an animated Wreck-It Ralph movie, then I feel like that has to end in like an elaborate boxing like match and which has Jake Paul getting wrecked with And his head goes up like a Rock'em Sock'em robot. Like a Thanos mask or something. Or like, uh, have you all seen the image of like the Thanos but he got the I need that. I need that on a t-shirt. I need that on a t-shirt. I'll get working on it. I'll get working on it this week. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I will will buy that t-shirt. I I need that (sighs) t-shirt. That's amazing. Well, all right, Kellen. We appreciate your thoughts on... uh, The influencer boxing culture. (laughs) And just influencers in general. This is getting wild. I mean, the internet is a yeah, scary place. Are you scared, old man? How many times do we have to teach you this, old man? <laughs> Take it easy, Calvin. Thanks for calling in. Till next time. So I did see this interesting that made me think of something when it comes to LeBron and Jordan. Okay. The never-ending debate. Break it down. Right? So, I called it the Jordan Paradox. And if everybody talks about how competitive Jordan is, and Jordan would never team up with yada yada yada, right? Mm-mm. We now are in an environment where if you look at the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie, KD, and James Harden, they look unstoppable. You had the Warriors with Clay, Steph, KD, Draymond. You had the Cavs, who had 
Kevin Love, LeBron, and Kyrie. Okay. You had the Spurs with Manu, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan. You had the Heat with LeBron, Chris Bosh, and D. Wade. It's you had the Celtics with KG, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. Right. It these super teams are the ones that win. And here's the thing where it gets to the paradox. If Jordan was in an environment where only super teams are able to win, is he so competitive to win that he would form his own super team? Isn't that what the Bulls were, though, when you stop and think about it? Or do you really think that Jordan carried that entire franchise? I mean, the Bulls were an incredible team, but they also didn't have to deal, like, there wasn't nearly as much talent in the league. The league is overall, top to bottom, better than it was then. That's fair. I will give you that to an extent. I mean, there were definitely guys out there that were, I guess, more standouts back then. Yeah, but Patrick Ewing didn't have, you know... Right. No, I get what you're saying. There wasn't... The, that's what I mean. There like, were definitely... There was, like, one or two guys yeah, a team. a standout. Yeah, you had two... You Your team had their standout players back then. But Brooklyn I like, has two former MVPs and four former All-Stars? Or four All-Stars? So, who was on that, you know, that Bulls run with Jordan? That was right. All right, so the first one... The first three-peat was... Pippen, Horace Grant, and Michael as the big three players. Right. Uh, and then the second team was the second three feet was Rodman, Ron Harper, Pippen, Jordan, Steve Kerr. Right. So that right there, you could see the beginning establishment of like a super squad. Yeah. Right? I mean, there were three Hall of Famers. Kerr won't be in the Hall of Fame as a player, but three. Hall of Famers as players, a yeah. Hall of Fame head coach. Yeah. So, I guess maybe then is when we saw, like, the beginning makings of what we are now seeing but the true formation of if today. the Bulls with their, like, two and a half superstars, or Jordan being a superstar, and then Pippen being an all-star, and Robin being a star or an all-star. Like... Don't disrespect Dennis like that, yo. He's definitely an all-star. I don't know about that point. It's not like you're, Jordan's going up against, you know, multiple MVPs on the same team every night. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why they were able to shut the league out the way they did. Yeah. It's called the Jordan era because they were able to shut so many people out from getting titles. Now, think about it. If you move a couple of players around a little bit, does Jordan win six titles? Not with the Bulls, I don't think. Mm. Mm. So you don't think Pippen and Horace Grant would have been enough? No, if you had... Alright, so here's the other thing. So who else would you have put on a super team back then to compete? So that I guess that's my question is, what, what does a compromising super team look like to you? If you take Tracy McGrady... Or Grant Hill, and you put them on the Penny Hardaway, Shaquille O'Neal magic. And you think that would have been enough to stop Jordan from making those three runs? I think it definitely would have been something that would have made... 
for six years or three years, yeah. I think they would have knocked him out once. At least once. At least once. I think they would have knocked him out once. For sure. If you think Jordan could put together a super team, who would you think he would have put on his super team? Barkley. That's just it, just Jordan Barkley? Charles just... Oakley. He's, he would just pick his friends. Jordan's a terrible GM. <laughs> Jordan's a terrible GM. We saw, right? <laughs> he had the chance. He had the chance when a lot of this talent was new and fresh. Remember? But, yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Is Jordan so competitive that in an environment where a super team is all that is necessary to succeed, is he competitive enough? Competitive enough to make a super team? No. Or join a super team. He's already proven that, right? Like, he's already proven that because when he was in position to, you know, make those kinds of shots and calls, he said, let me get back on the court. <laughs> I think it's interesting, though. And if people are if people get at LeBron for that all the time, but, but and KD, but it's the environment now. You think that's just the environment? I think it's a much bigger factor to take into account when it comes to LeBron than Jordan. The fact that LeBron has more competition. Yeah. And the fact that uh, the game is effectively played more efficiently now. And yeah. competitively, it's at a different skill set. I mean, I feel like even a lot of the veteran players admit that these guys now... Yep. They're way more skilled. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting take. No, I feel where you're coming from. It was definitely an interesting look, especially when you really consider the GOAT conversation, because from what I'm hearing, um, according to Bumani Jones, Space Jam 2 doesn't compare. Really? Yeah. He's seen it already? Yeah. He said it was ass. Oh, no. Bumani Jones is also a hater. He is a hater. I mean, but... A well-credentialed hater, though. Like... He's like the Cat Williams, the Stephen A. <laughs> That's fair. I like Bomani Jones, though. So, I don't know. I guess that's just the proof that none of this is normal. Well, uh, just to top that off, somebody paid an L.A. playing the Skyrite, and I quote, Joe Rogan is literally five foot three inches. Is he, though? Yeah. He is 5'3". I'm willing to take the bet of somebody who paid a fucking plane. That's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know what else is pretty hilarious and another sign of how none of this is normal and then we will really close out. I did want to include story of the shit and slide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I posted on the, the IG stories. I don't know if you saw the IG stories. Oh! But NBC has a new game show coming out that involves a giant 65-foot slip and slide. Right? Hosted by Bobby Moynihan. I forget who the other host is. The Ultimate Slip and Slide is a NBC show that was wrapping up production on June 2nd when 40 crew members contracted Giardia, a bacteria that caused them to experience an awful outbreak of explosive diarrhea. 
Do you all see where this is going? That left people collapsing on set and being forced to run into porta potties. Giardia, also known as Beaver Fever, is contracted from getting fecal infested water into your mouth. So it would seem, according to this article that I'm reading from, um, that someone was shitting their pants while sliding down the 65 foot tall yellow slip and slide. Shit and slide! And did not inform anybody, and other people went down the slip and slide as well. The shit and slide! And got that water in their mouths, and who, if you thought you was gonna go to a water park this summer because you know you're vaccinated and everything, just remember, don't get the water in your mouth because none of this should be normal. <laughs> none of this is normal. <laughs> Y'all be safe. This is. Look, it's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Wait, why can't we talk about <laughs> it black It is time to talk about black stuff.